Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Hope uh, hope you are enjoying the mid-morning. I'm happy to be back with you. Hope you enjoyed the show today. It was, uh, I got a little bit uh, agitated, as you know. Started the show off pretty calm, talking about Star Wars and May the 4th and uh, reminisced about some old childhood things that uh, may be worth money today, but of course, they're long gone and thrown away. And then I just got into it on this Old Bridge school issue. The very idea that in Old Bridge Township, New Jersey, the school superintendent who makes two, hey Matt, what's up? Who makes 211,000 bucks a year at last report has got kids as young as first grade sitting outside on the dirty curb, six feet apart, scared to death, eating a snack for 10 minutes and then being corralled back into a masked classroom. Enough already. Enough already. Citadino's his name, David Citadino. And for any of you parents in Old Bridge, New Jersey, um, let me thank you, Vanny. Appreciate that. I'm going to give you Dave Citadino's number. It's uh, David C-I-T-T-A-D-I-N-O. He is the superintendent of schools in Old Bridge. And in my opinion, he is complicit with child abuse. That's right. I can't be more aggressive than this. It is absolute mental abuse to force kids to be scared to death of one another, to act like children are, are somehow, A, vulnerable, and B, they should be taught to look at each other as disease-carrying vermin. This is disgusting. It's wrong. It has to stop. Now, for those of you that want to take action, you can email him right now, dcitadino at obps.org, or call his number, 732-290-3976. Let this bum have it. Enough is enough. Guys make it 211 grand on the backs of the taxpayers. You and your families are struggling to make ends meet and live in New Jersey. And all of a sudden now we're looking at this. Finally, kids back in school, isn't that great? Oh, I guess not so great if the kids are going to be taught to be afraid of one another. If the kids are going to have that bacteria-filled mask on their face all day, it's not right. This is absolute child abuse. Enough, enough, enough. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Uh, I am disgusted, and you should be too. And let me just give you some stats. The facts coming out of India need to be played more than the propaganda coming out of India. A lot of uh, panickers are saying, look at India, keep the masks on. Bull. First of all, masks have done nothing to stop viral spread. Two, all of your lockdown measures only serve to increase excess deaths, not decrease them. Nobody's life was saved, but people were killed. Three, India has a terrible medical system. They have a high rate of death and they had it in the first wave. India got walloped in the first wave of COVID. You know why? Because they weren't prepared for a pandemic. They don't have the hospital care. And now we're seeing that 30% of the hospital beds in India are taken up by people who can be treated with over-the-counter with some kind of an antibiotic like ivermectin. What the hell are they doing? Now, here's the interesting thing. Since this whole nightmare began, and by nightmare, I mean the lockdowns and the irresponsible, morally bankrupt, corrupt people like Murphy and everyone else involved, um, 
what happened was in India, 222,000 people died. First of all, with COVID. Now, with this inaccuracy of the PCR test, I don't know how many actually even had it. But let's take India as an example. 222,000 people dead with COVID. Even if they all died from COVID, that represents less than two-tenths of 1% of the population of 1.4 billion. By contrast, 4,770,000 people died from cardiovascular disease in 2020 in India. That represents 3.4% of the population. So what in the hell are we doing? Stop panicking, turn off the news. I'm disgusted with seeing news report after news report, letting people think that they should still be scared. No, you shouldn't, COVID is over. But COVID's coming back. And for those of you that took the vaccine, now look, I'm not a doctor. I don't even play one on TV. What I do is talk to doctors and infectious disease specialists and microbiologists, and I learn and I listen and I understand the reality. This is a scary time for the three in 10 Americans who are vaccinated because some experts are saying you might be more vulnerable to the other strains. Think about how many thousands of people are now diagnosed with COVID after getting their second shot. Not to mention the thousands of people listed on the vaccine adverse effect uh, reporting system run by Health and Human Services in America. Guess what? dying right after taking the vaccine. So guys, I'm telling you, there's a reason why seven in 10 Americans, I know you're thinking, wait a minute, Bill, everybody's vaccinated. No, 331 million people in America, 104 million people got both shots or the one Johnson and Johnson shot. And when you think about those numbers, that's happened over the past couple of months. The pandemic was over last year. What do I mean by that? I mean that if you look at the numbers, the raw data, the real science, completely flat after last May. Why? Because it's a virus. It's a cold virus. It runs in cycles and seasons and it mutates dozens of times every season. That's why the flu vaccine, flu shot, not vaccine, doesn't cure the flu, doesn't stop you from getting it because of the variants. It's constantly changing every single year. This is no different than a COVID shot, flu shots, all the same stuff. And it's all being pushed by big pharma and they're trying to keep your children scared. Now, let me tell you something. If you're a parent that is guilting your child at six, seven years old, that if they don't wear a mask, they could die. You're an irresponsible parent. I think you would have your kid taken away from you because you're disgusting. If you're a parent of a teenager and you're gonna guilt them into taking a shot that they don't need, knowing that people under, literally under the age of 20 <laughs> have a 99.997% chance of survival. So come on guys, come on guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why are we buying into this propaganda? And to all of you who are, yeah, your aunt got the JJ shot, now has COVID, happening all across the country and the world. I'm telling you, Think before you jab. You have to check out my website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Tracy, I don't know why the connection is spotty. My Wi-Fi is 100%. Um, it could be your connection. I don't know. Who knows? You know, eventually Facebook is going to look at the, the truth that I'm speaking and get nervous and say, hey, 7 out of 10 Americans are not vaccinated. And that's a bad trend if you are a shill for the oligarchs in social media and in big pharma. So the reality is this. This ends when you decide it ends. 
it's that's it. It ends when you decide it ends. When you decide to take the mask off, and you know, guys, I've not worn a mask yet. Now, I told you uh, I did three shows at Count Basie. I didn't wear a mask. Yes, they required patrons to wear a mask, and I agreed to do the event anyway, and I'm going to tell you why. Because we have 17 members of our orchestra that haven't worked in a year. So I made sure that they got back to work and got paid, and that's why I did it. But I am consistent. I will not wear a mask. I refuse to wear one. So I was able to come in, in and out, without. Uh, yeah, you know what, Patricia? I'm so sorry. Uh, people that are compromised are reportedly having the worst reactions. Worst reactions from this vaccine. Um, anyway, I'm going to be at the Hard Rock Hotel on June. Hey, Lisa Ann, thank you. Or is it uh, Lisa Ann? Uh, and Lucia, thank you, guys. Appreciate all of you. So... I'm going to be at the Hard Rock Hotel in Atlantic City. Yes, they have all kinds of crazy mask rules. No, I will not be wearing a mask. I'm going to be with the house husbands. That's right, the Real Housewives of New Jersey. The house husbands are joining me on stage. We're going to do a great presentation with Michael Martocci and the Old Blue Eyes Orchestra. Great Sinatra, the sounds of Sinatra. You'll be with a thousand of your closest friends. It's going to be awesome. I posted the link to Ticketmaster on my site, nj1015.com slash billspadia. And again... There are a lot of people, uh, tickets go on sale, by the way, on Friday, Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, we know it's over, but government doesn't know it's over, and we're afraid to speak up and act out. You can't be afraid anymore. You gotta just stand up for yourself, take off the mask, but most importantly, stop abusing your kids. If you're a parent, I'm gonna say this again, who is scaring the crap out of your six-year-old, and they take their mask off and think that they might die, you are an abusive parent and you should not have custody of that kid. Yeah, it sounds harsh, it should be harsh. Do you realize what you're doing to those children? Six, seven, eight years old, they are, they are developing psychological problems that will, may never be undone. Do you know that we've had a spike in suicides, a spike in calls to the suicide hotline from kids as young as 11? 11? Come on, guys. Stand up for yourself. The, the COVID virus is the equivalent to the boogeyman hiding in your kid's closet when it comes to its effect on children. It's all in their mind. Get it out of their minds. The under the age of 20, 99.997% survival rate. Stop it already. It's over. What's coming out of India is propaganda. They have a piss poor medical system. They've got people in the rural communities who can't get access to doctors. Now they're saying 30% of the beds are occupied by people who don't need it, probably because they have that caste system and the wealthy are taking up a hospital bed. Oh, I got a couple of, of uh, I got a little cough and a sniffle and I'm gonna take a hospital bed for some guy living in the rural community who actually needs medical care. One hospital ran out of oxygen. 20 people died yesterday. So enough. It's propaganda. This has nothing to do with America. This has honestly nothing to do with COVID. This has everything to do with their poor medical system and the lack of access to good medical care. So don't listen to the propaganda from the news about India. Don't let the news continue to scare you. Take the mask off your children. Tell your children to stand up strong. And yes, I'll see you at the uh, Right to Life banquet I'm hosting again this year. I can't wait. I'm back out there. And I'm not wearing a mask. And I encourage you to join me. Take off the mask. Don't get the jab. You don't need it. Elise, or Alice, um, yes, I'm coming to Florida, Alice. I will be in Florida over Memorial Day. Cannot wait. Taking a long vacation. Um, 
I'll share it with you guys, but I did it. I took the plunge. I bought an RV. So I'm really... Oh, Fire Bill Spadia. Bob, come on. It's hashtag Fire Bill Spadia. Get the hashtag right if you're going to do it. And send a nasty letter to corporate. Tell them how bad I am. Um, I don't know what the percentage of the jab in India is, but I do know that many docs are saying that uh, there's a lot of viral shedding going on from people with the vaccine. So be careful. Be careful. I am not taking the jab. I'm not wearing a mask. I bought the RV and I am going to see this country and go to... Bob, I'm not going to tell you again. Fire Bill Spadia, not Fire Spadia. Come on. Um, so last point I want to make is this. I love all you guys. I'm fighting like hell for you. If you're in Old Bridge or Howell, Manalapan, any of these places that you're seeing the schools start to open, but they are... Thank you, Andrew. Fire Bill Spadia. Thank you. My goodness. Somebody following directions. Um, you know, take a look at the contrast with the schools in Lakewood, which are open. The kids are in school without masks on. There's a reason for that. And the, the optics of the, the police, uniformed, armed men coming into the house of a rabbi and dragging him out into the street, that has a painful memory attached for people of the Jewish faith. And you know what? It's a bad optic for anyone. And I'll tell you something, the fact that this happened and we have a state trooper superintendent, Colonel Pat Callahan, who never apologized for that, instead apologized for his boss, Phil Murphy, who we know is responsible for thousands of excess deaths in our state, means that Colonel Pat Callahan should be fired. And for all the state troopers out there, my prayers are with every one of you because you are the backbone of law enforcement in this state. And all the members of the PBA and the FOP, you are the backbone of our communities. And your leadership needs to do right by you. I will tell you one leader that has stood up for his troops, Pete Stillianessis, the head of the NCO union for the state troopers, and my friend Pat, Cal uh, Pat Colligan, who heads up the PBA. These are union leaders who stood up for their guys. Pat Callahan is nothing but a shill for the dirty politicians, and I'm disgusted by his actions. And I'm disgusted by all the superintendents, even the ones that I'm friends with, who have failed to stand up for the kids in this state. Stand up for the kids. Uh, I bought a Coachman RV, thanks for asking. Relatively small, but it's gonna get the job done because I'm not flying, I'm not getting the jab, and I'm not wearing a mask. That's it. I put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to stay consistent and tough this out until the world comes back to normal. And if it never does, I'm still going to fight like hell every single day on your behalf because you deserve a voice. And let me leave you on this quick note because it's a Tuesday and election day is coming up in just a few weeks for the primary. If you are a Republican primary voter, this primary is not about pro-Trump or anti-Trump. People are saying, the Trump people are saying, oh my God, uh, it looks like Philip Rizzo didn't vote for Trump in 2016. So what? So what? We don't need a Trump shill to be the nominee for governor. And we don't need a never Trumper like Jack Cittarelli to be the nominee for governor. We need a leader, a leader who stands up for people, who had the toughness and the grit to stand up for his family and his flock by keeping his church open despite the executive orders. Philip Rizzo did that. JerseyRizzo.com. I encourage every one of you to go to that website, sign up and support this man. This guy gets it. He is not a, uh, a, a Trump mouthpiece and he's certainly not a never Trumper. He's a man who has a family who's overcome tremendous diversity in his life and had the guts to stand up for the middle class and the working class through this entire pandemic. And they're trying to tear him down. Oh, because he lives in a big house. Oh, because he's a pastor. 
Stop it already. The hate for people of faith in this state is ridiculous. Hirsch is not going to win, Rose. That's, that's why I like Hirsch saying I'm, I've known him for a long time. But Hirsch is trying to make the primary pro-Trump, anti-Trump. This primary is not about Trump. The primary is about opening our state and getting our kids into the classroom without masks. I don't care about Trump. That's old news. I care about you. I care about my family. I care about your business. I care about my business. I care about our great state. I'm digging in. I'm not leaving. So I want to see a guy get elected who represents me and you. Hirsch Singh represents Trump. Jack Chitterelli represents Jack Chitterelli. He's, he's, he's morally bankrupt. He's got nothing. But Jersey Rizzo, in my opinion, jerseyrizzo.com, Philip Rizzo, speaks for us. He speaks our language. We're real people. We're working class. We're middle class. We're real. We get up in the morning. I get up at 3.30, earlier than most, and you go to work. And you work hard to make a living. And that's what this state's about. And this state has to start to stand up for working men and women and families. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. There's nothing to clear the air with. Jack is not the right guy to take the lead against Phil Murphy. It's that simple. Because Jack is a Republican insider. Hirsch is only a Trump guy. Both sides of the spectrum are wrong, in my opinion. We need somebody to stand up for working and middle-class people. That's what this fight is about. We need to say never again to the lockdowns. All right, guys, be well, everybody. I got to jump. Have a great rest of your day. Go to my website, nj1015.com slash billspadia. Read all about the real stuff going on in the world. And follow me on Twitter at Bill Spadia. Check out my exchange with Dr. Marty McCarry from Johns Hopkins. This is a guy that's pro-COVID-vax. This is a guy that was, that was pro-lockdowns for all I know. And now he agrees with me. Open the state. Open the country. Enough is enough. Have a great day. I'll see you soon.